Hey everybody, you're listening to the How Should I Bro podcast. This show is brought to you by a few awesome people that I need to talk about before we get things rolling. The first one is a little company called Show Me Comics. They bring to you their 64-page full-color graphic novel. It's called Ha Fu, and you can get your copy right now by going to www.showmecomics.com. And what's so awesome about Hafu is that, well, my partner in crime, Jordan Taylor, wrote the damn thing, and I did all the illustrations. I did all the artwork. That's right. On the side, I am a graphic artist. I like to draw. That's my thing. It's what I do sometimes for therapy whenever I need to just get away from the world and blow some steam off. I like to draw, and you know what? The fucked up thing is I'm actually pretty damn good at it, but I never did anything with it professionally. We're also brought to you by Extreme Krav Maga and Fitness located in the Gravoy Bluffs area of Fenton, Missouri. And that, my how should I bro friends, is where I do all of my personal training. I do my boot camps there. They've got self-defense classes. They do CCW courses, all kinds of awesome things. We're even partnered with this place called Z Total Body where they'll get you set up with aerobics and Zumba and trampoline and Pilates and all that bullshit. So check them out at www.xkm-stl.com. So that's one of the things that we're going to be talking about on today's episode is stress relief. Because if you're anything like me and like most humans, it's easy to get a lot of things on your plate and get yourself stressed out. I think one of the keys to living is learning how to deal with a lot of stress because the more that you can take on, the more that you can accomplish. But it's the people out there that can't handle stress where the shit they wind up blowing up at the littlest things and then they wonder why they got jack shit to show for it. So today, Jordan and I are going to be talking about some of the things we like to do to relieve stress and maybe some of this can help you out next time you're feeling like you want to put a bullet through your head. All right, so speaking of stress, right now we're at Jordan's house because I have both my kids this weekend. And I and, have both my kids. But luckily they live with you. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, a lot of weekends whenever I got my kids, we go to my mom's house because grandma's is way more fun than my apartment. However, I can only take so much of my parents' house and their uh, lifestyle as it can get to be quite uh, monotonous. And uh, got to get out because if not, I'm going to uh, explode. So actually, before I decided to come over here, I decided to clean their house up because whenever I'm stressed out, that's what I like to do. I like to clean. I like to clean. And my parents' house is plenty dirty from all the grandkids and everybody that goes over there. So I went through. Clean or is that just a reaction? It's a reaction, but it makes me feel better. So in that way, I like it. So do you ever find yourself whenever you're stressed out like the urge to clean or straighten up or organize things sometimes my wife is like that whenever she's angry she'll clean the house yeah so that's what i did and then i went in and i rearranged the computer room that uh my nephew is in so we need to talk about this this is a Uh-oh. subtopic here is my nephew and his computer room because subtopic it's a subculture <laughs> so my nephew who we will not say his actual name because, you know, there's the chance that some creeps out there could 
We can say his name is Butter. His name is Butter. So, Butter is at my parents' house pretty much all the time. I'm not calling my sister a bad mom, but he's at grandma's house all the fucking time. If the shoe fits, better. <laughs> and when he's there, he spends every second in the back room, which is kind of like the kid's playroom, but the computer is set in there. And he's always there on the internet playing random video games. And... I've noticed over the past year or so, my nephew is starting to put on quite a bit of weight. He's starting to get quite the pot belly. He's starting to bulge out in the stomach area. And it's due to the fact that he never gets any type of physical activity. And he eats anything that's in my mom's house. Which my parents, I've covered this in other episodes, my parents are the most unhealthy people in the world. I mean, their house, there's absolutely nothing nutritional to eat. Everything there is in a can or a package. And it's like SpaghettiOs or like some weird lunch meat or whole fat milk, ice cream, sodas. Like, So when my nephew's there, which is constantly, he's sitting at the computer eating these types of foods with no activity. Like, it was so bad. I went into the room. And first off, it smelled like like a wet dog. And, like, he even had it set up. He, he literally, he's sitting, like, two feet from the actual, like, light switch. Just enough that if he reached up, he'd be maybe, like, five inches from being able to turn the light off. And the ceiling fan that has, like, you know, like, the cord light attached to it, he had literally tied a rope to the ceiling fan chain so that he all he had to do is reach up, grab the rope, and pull the light to turn it off. So, I mean, he literally has a setup to where he doesn't have to do anything. He sits on the computer and eats, like, SpaghettiOs and ice cream and doesn't fucking move. And the room was just disgusting. And so I went today and I cleaned it and I rearranged it. It was part of my stress relief of cleaning up the house. But I then decided to go in and clean up that room. And I, I, I seriously rearranged the room to where the computer is now, like – in the corner, so he has to get up to actually do anything and walk, even if it's just two or three feet. That still causes him to get up to like do a squat and burn a calorie. And uh, yeah, so I mean, back to the whole stress release thing. That is what I did before we decided to come over here and get out of the house completely. Can we talk about the gay porn? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Dude, that could be a whole <laughs> other episode. Um, it probably should be, but yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, a few weeks ago, so my nephew had got up and left. I don't remember, like, maybe my mom forced him to get off the computer to go take a bath or something, which I always assumed that they just went in the room and sprayed him down with a fucking hose. <laughs> or just like all spray. Or from the way the room smelled, they just didn't. <laughs> they didn't do anything at all. He just sits there. But uh, she had made him get out. Maybe his mom had taken him. Maybe he had to go to school or something. Either way, he had left the room and... Uh, I guess he didn't know that he had uh, – he didn't close out the Skype program. Like the the Skype program was still on. I'm always very apprehensive about my daughter going into that place anyway. Like I won't allow her to be in that room on her own because we've gotten pr- plenty of complaints from her mom about – like Madeline will go home and she'll say something or whatever and she'll say she heard it from my nephew. And then I get the phone call and I got to go back and tell my mom. So it's gotten to where I don't even allow her to be around him alone. I don't like her to be around him even when other people are there. But he's not allowed to be around her alone. So a lot of times if Madeline's at my mom's house and he's there and she happens to walk out of the room, I know where she's going. So I go in there and monitor and then tell her to leave. So anyway, he had left. 
And I thought, you know, I wonder exactly what is on the computer. And I saw that he had left the Skype program, like, minimized but not closed out. So I opened it up, and I opened up one of his conversations. And as I'm scrolling through, like, some of the language that's on there was, like, he, he had a he had a, a friend. And I think the screen name was something like, it was Skinny Boy 45, but it was spelled B-O-I. It's spelled, like, Skinny Boy 45. <laughs> And he was asking my nephew stuff like, want to see something that will make you come fast? What? Yeah, like some crazy stuff like that. And as I as I went through, he was sending him like videos that were like gay porn. And some of them were like, what if Spider-Man was gay? Like, it was really... Well, it sounds like they just got done with a jerk-off session on Skype, you know, like a... Well, since you go by Skinny Boy Forty Five on Skype, you would know because. <laughs> no, I'm saying like I bet you at the very least, like this is probably an older guy, and he was completely naked when Skype turned on <laughs> when they started talking to each other. I guarantee that. Uh, probably, but anyway, I, after I saw that, I was just like, I'm so done. So I go and I tell my mom, I tell my mom about this. I'm like, do you ever monitor what he looks at? And of course my mom gives the whole, Oh yeah, I watch everything he does. And I'm like, no, you don't. Yeah. Like you might go in there and peek like here and there, but he's not going to be, he's not going to open the programs in front of you. Exactly. So whenever I told her what I had actually seen, you know, of course, she acted surprised and said, that's it. You know, we're deleting Skype and da-da-da-da-da. But uh, I noticed today whenever I went in to rearrange the room that somebody had taken a piece of, like, white tape and put it over the webcam. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But I'm like, that's just one of probably many problems and uh, situations that occur online with my nephew. But, uh, yeah, that's the story of that. <laughs> so... So, Have you ever? We'll talk about child abuse on another episode. Because <laughs> that's Jordan's form of stress release is child abuse. Hell yeah! Ding ding ding! <laughs> <laughs> when times are getting tough and he's got too much on his plate, that's when he calls his kids in and the boxing gloves come on. When times are getting tough, there's too much on your plate. <laughs> Let out your anger in the form of hate. <laughs> All right, so that's the intro song to my sitcom from the '80s, and it's a sitcom all about a dad who's a good guy overall, but beats the shit out of his kids. Uh, right now, we're actually joined by my two-year-old son Eli, who's standing there with his hand down his pants with his like, "Are you digging in your?" He's digging in his ass. Dude, he's activating his root. Eli. What are you doing? He's activating his root chakra. <laughs> he looks like he has to poop, but I think he might be trying to pull it out. <laughs> Like I said, activating his root chakra. <laughs> Eli, do you want to say hi to anybody that's listening to How Should I Bro? Say hi. Hey, he just looked at it. <laughs> All right. So another thing I like to do to relieve stress is to draw. Talked about that at the beginning of the program during my little shout-outs. Out. <laughs> yeah. Like shoot out, like take ten paces. <laughs> draw and shoot the person. You've wronged me, good sir. <laughs> <laughs> So I like to draw, which I have not been doing much of lately because my son that's over here digging into his asshole decided to destroy my pen stylus. So the actual tool that I used to draw with, like when we did our comic book and all my digital art, that's called the stylus, the pen itself. 
He destroyed this thing. He took it and like threw it to the floor and stomped on it. Did something, but he just absolutely destroyed this thing. And I, I've had so much stuff going on. I have not even thought about going online. You can't just go anywhere and buy one of these. And that's the thing is like if I can go somewhere and buy it, I would have got it already. But to me, the process of going online and ordering the pin and having it shipped is more stressful than actually just going somewhere and buying one. But unfortunately, no place just sells these stylus pins by themselves. You have to order the whole thing, and that's like 500 bucks. And so I need to just break down and get a pen. But back to my point, drawing, art, the graphic design, all that stuff is my way of releasing stress. It's one of those things where I can just go off into another world and zone out for a while or... As Jordan likes to call it, the astral plane. All right, now Jordan walked off into the other room for a minute, so he doesn't hear that I'm talking about the astral plane. So when he comes back, I'm, right, I'm back. Oh, there he is. Deal with the kids. So whenever I'm drawing, I'm able to go off into my own little world. That's my place where I can just zone out, or as Jordan likes to call it, the astral plane. <laughs> yeah, that's part of it. <laughs> so. Um, it's been a while since we've done a How Should I Brew podcast, so would you like to explain to the audience just exactly what the astral plane is? Well, I don't fully know myself yet anyway, <laughs> but I can talk about stress relief. Well, let's hear it. Alright, so first of all, um, geez, where do I begin? I don't even know where to begin. Well, you've been doing a lot of yoga and meditation and a lot of, like, kind of... All right, so it's really weird. Like, um, I think for a while there, I thought, hey, I've got the uh, nuclear family, you know, I've got a good job, I'm done, you know. So when you're done, like, for a while we did the comic and stuff, but I would say your average American, at least, what is their leisure time? consumed with what is the main goal and it's i do activities to relax you know or i veg out right netflix and chill you know that phenomenon like and for a while i was that guy that was my i get off work i come home um i eat dinner and then i just kind of either watch tv or i surf the internet hey i'm not watching tv i'm using my phone to do things or read things or listen to podcasts hey it's still vegging out right that's the that's what most people do to try to relax but i don't think that that makes you feel relaxed it's just constant more activity it's and the way that these things work you're immersing yourself in this what is that is that the tv okay thank goodness i thought one of the kids was screaming i thought we just caught a murder on the podcast yeah Anyway, um, turn that down. <laughs> so, so, I'm not even stressed at all right now. Oh, so what I was going to say was it just immerses you more in this physical plane. You know, it connects you more. Yeah, it chains you more. It binds you more. You know, the more connected we get, that just means you're linking up other chains that, that hold you here. And so instead by a lot of factors that just kind of coalesced at once. I've been on kind of a transcendental journey. <laughs> um, one thing that happened was I started listening to Duncan Trussell more on Joe Rogan's podcast. 
and I started smoking weed more, which they're unrelated. Oh, by the way, that's me playing a character when I say that. That's just me. That's just the character of me. Um, so I started doing that more. And the reason the Duncan Trussell stuff is significant is because he mentions all the time that he has read the Bhagavad Gita, which is like an Indian holy book, and that he kind of idolizes, to some extent, this guy named Ramdas. But, Jake, let me throw in here. You have, like, immersed yourself in the whole, like, this Indian culture. Well, it started... I, and I really, you actually came over to my apartment a few weeks ago, and for, like, two hours, we sat there and burned incense and listened to these Indian artists on YouTube. How did you <laughs> feel after that? Wonderful. Exactly. <laughs> So, uh, well, hold on, I'm getting there, okay? So, I find out that this Ramdas guy was originally one of the Harvard LSD people. Like, remember how that's like a seminal moment in the 60s? Right. These Harvard LSD trials, or, and, but these guys were kind of like on the side of good that were him and Timothy Leary, and I got interested in that. Well, by getting interested in that... By proxy, I ended up getting interested in the transformation he had after he was at Harvard, which is he went to India and got completely converted into this holy man, I guess you could say. And so I'm smoking a ton of weed, I'm doing that, and Heidi comes to me, my daughter, and oh, I wasn't smoking a ton of weed when (laughs) she came up to me. (laughs) You were smoking with her? No. She came up. Um, just out of the blue and go, hey dad, I signed up for a yoga class at school. And I was like, what? I don't, when, and I start thinking in that western stressed mind of when, uh, do I have to pick her up? What day is this? Does mom know about this? Is this sanctioned by the school? How much money does this <laughs> right. cost? See all those thoughts that cause you suffering? You got stressed out. Yeah, it, it, that's. Most Americans, that's your default state, is stressed out. You're always trying to figure out problems, you know. You're right. always trying to, oh, oh, I'm too fat. Oh, I'm too thin. Oh, I, I don't have that car. If I just had that car, I wouldn't be stressed out. Or if I could just take a vacation to that place, so I'll, I'll go that place. And then right. I'm still me, and it doesn't matter. But the point is, I started thinking all that, and then I realized she's just using her imagination. But something in her imagination is manifesting as I want to take yoga classes. Right. I didn't know anything about yoga, and she didn't know anything about me smoking weed or getting into Ramdas or anything like that. <laughs> so I just go, you know what? Let's try it out. Like, I'll try it out with her. She can see what it's all about. I have no idea about it. Never even looked into it. I just know that there's the stupid people walking around with a bun, you know, right. and their yoga pants and their fluorescent top, the, like, ladies' yoga class is what I'm thinking, you know. Right. Oh, my yoga mat's made out of polythyrene <laughs> chemical yeah. compound yeah. or whatever. You like, know. yoga, like, you it's see environmentally it, uh, friendly. Yeah, like, gold gym yoga. Like, yoga essentially is Pilates or well, something. Well, I pull up YouTube and I just go to one of the shorter clips but this clip is apparently a lady that's all balls to the wall into it. Like, it completely transformed her life, and she gave yeah. up her real name and all this stuff. This is our <laughs> first intro to yoga is, like, deep. And Heidi really liked it, and I really liked it. So I just happened to start doing yoga, and, like, the more I learned about it, and the more I learned about India, 
it was like this uh, exponential learning curve that I was on, and so now I'm balls deep in it. <laughs> That's the tr- oh, and then I took a transcendental meditation class, and uh, it all fits together like one crazy puzzle. And just so that anybody listening don't think that like this became a joke thing, like every day Jordan texts me pictures. It's half joke, <laughs> half real, or half serious. Oh, it's serious, all right, because he actually texts me pictures of like the albums that he's listening to, and like <laughs> he actually told me the other day that he's giving up his real name and he's going by his uh, spiritual, <laughs> name, <laughs> spiritual name, which is Friar Swire. Friar Swire. <laughs> that was a joke, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you are, dude. So no, I wouldn't this... be named Friar Swire. <laughs> so from this point on, on the podcast, he will only be known as Friar Swire. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> so. No, but you brought up an interesting point earlier when you said that humans like to default to stress. I think so because it's a convenient excuse. Yeah. I think that humans like to, or at least Americans, the average American, they like to have a lot of stress built up in their mind and they will take, that's why they'll take small things. Or how about this? I'll do you one better. They don't have any other state. That's why it's their default. Right, but it's easy. It's an easy, it's a convenient excuse, though. That's why they'll take even the littlest things and use that to get stressed. Things like you and I would be like, well, that's no big problem. That's easy to solve. You solve it with a quick decision, and it's done. Yeah. They like to take little things and make stress out of it, because stress is a convenient excuse. Uh, I'm just stressed out right now. Like, you know know what? No, I'm just going to stay at home, and then get this stuff figured out. Like, it's an excuse to not do anything. Yeah. I'll get that with, like, my clients sometimes. Like, oh, I'm just super stressed out. I've got a lot going on right now. I can't make it in today. Or, like, right now. I can't make it in this week. Like, I'm so stressed out. It's a convenient excuse. Yeah. We get stressed out over little things. Can we all... Sometimes Come here. all stress requires is just a decision. Come here. Like, right now, Jordan's daughter is entering the room, and she's stressing out. Hey, little. introduce yourself. To who? To the room. I've lived in here. I know, but the room just started becoming aware. So tell the room who you are. Hi. Just say your name. Aunt Aunt is your name? Nice to meet you, Aunt Aunt. There's my daughter. <laughs> no, you cannot get Conan's My reading. daughter just introduced herself as Madeline. And Eli was the two-year-old in the background making a noise. But Jordan's daughter has yet to introduce herself. Say hi. And do you remember you were on a podcast before, Heidi? Yeah. All right, so say hi and introduce yourself. Hi. What's your name? Heidi. Hey. Heidi, what's your favorite hobby? What's your favorite subject at school? Um, Math. Hey, let's not throw her softballs. Heidi, how do you relieve stress? Um, I give up. Well, I heard there was an interesting class you took recently. Hey, when you're feeling like there's too much going on in the world, what do you do to alleviate that feeling? I... Um, if that ever happens, I'm gonna go into my room, lock the door, and gonna run to the end of my mind. <laughs> You're gonna meditate? No, run to the end of my mind. Well, that's what meditation does. You lock yourself away, you run to the end of your mind, and you find out what's on the other side. So go do that right now.
Only if something weird happens. Oh, it'll be weird, guaranteed. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now what about my daughter? What's your name? Mangle. Your name's <laughs> Mangle? <laughs> and what do you like to do to release stress, Mangle? Uh oh. I like to play Five Nights at Freddy's too till my eyes get tired. <laughs> till your eyes get tired. Oh, she veges out. Oh, Did you yeah. hear that? Have you ever tried meditation? No. You want You kids want to try it right now? No. Okay, I do. They'd rather go play than meditate. What were we talking about? Uh, just how most people use stress as a convenient oh, yeah. excuse to and not how do anything. their default state. Well, one of the ideas I've been coming into recently is that, uh, hold on, your kid's on the stairs. Can you do stairs? No. Okay. <laughs> Alright, well let's pause this and then... Alright, so even a child can learn how to deal with stress. So all these adults that like to act like stress is what's preventing them from getting anything done in their life are full of shit. But I learned a long well, time ago... Full of it. If they're under the influences of stress, they probably can't get anything done. It's still an excuse. I've learned a long time ago that the more that you can handle stress and manage it, the more that you can get done... But that's the key, is how to manage it. So, outside of going to the astral plane, I'm curious, because you were in the Navy for so long, and I'm sure that stress management was a big part of your program. What are some of the things that they taught you whenever you were in stressful situations? Believe it or not, in the Navy, um, they focused on like conflict management. They didn't really focus a whole lot on stress management. Just once a year, they'd tell us not to kill ourselves around Christmas time. Really? I would figure that, like, being in a possibility of being in a war, it'd be stressful as fuck. And all the things that could go on on a submarine or a battleship, that they wouldn't have some type of, like, program or protocol for what to do whenever you're stressed to the max and going to no, lose they, your mind. They had programs for specific problems, like, that they knew were prevalent problems with their sailors, but... The funny thing about having a super stressful job like that is everything else gets kind of on mute. You know what I mean? Like you don't feel stressed by little things. Well, if that makes sense. That's, yeah, I was going to say, I know for me, anytime I get stressed out, which, like at my job, stress can happen in the form of losing a client or it's time for lease renewal, or it's time for insurance renewal, or the government wants to step in with their taxes, and, uh, or not just that, I mean, just everyday life, like, hey, guess what, I'm pregnant, <laughs> or, uh, guess what, the car is, uh, done because you just ran through a red light and demolished the damn thing. Yeah, First thing I do whenever I encounter stress is I have to take it, and I have to shrink it down, because I think... We tend to take any type of bad news or stress or surprise and make it as big as possible in my in our minds. So the first thing is to shrink that down and go, okay, this isn't as bad as it seems. It could be worse. The second immediate thing I do is, okay, then what is the solution to this? What is the very first thing that I can do to take actions to solve this problem or to at least make it smaller and make it more manageable. But that's it, is I Thank think people you. take something Thank stressful, they take something that's bad, and they just blow it up in their mind that it's as big as possible. And then it's, it, then it's very difficult to deal with when you see it that large. So just as a mental image, I gotta shrink that down and go, it's not as bad as it seems, 
but what is the first immediate thing I can do to solve this problem or to bring it into it or at least make it smaller. Like right now, my son is actually like choking me and beating me up. What do you want? You know what you want I'll more say. Popcorn? Right now, my son is stressed out because he needs more popcorn and his solution is to come to me and have me get it. So I'm going to go solve this problem right now by getting him more popcorn. We'll be right back and finish that thought. Um, so no, I was going to say what you said that was good, um, a good tool, not like I'm judging what you say, <laughs> I'm just saying it's a good tool, is uh, people don't realize the power of a mantra, you know, right. and I think there are passive thoughts and there are active thoughts, and active thoughts can be like a command that you give yourself. But there's a, a saying that a lot of people live by, the uh, don't sweat the small stuff, it's all small stuff. Or the flavor of that, which is this too shall pass. Your mantra that you're kind of doing, whether that's an idea mantra or actual words, is you're saying this isn't as big as it seems. Right. That's what you... And Tony Robbins talked about this, the power of the active thought to suppress the passive thoughts because he gave the example of running right. and the person's running and you're going I hate this this hurts this is hard you know that's what your body feels and he goes why don't you just actively uh, say something different like I'm a lean mean running machine do you remember him saying that right and that's where I got a lot of that from was reading Awaken the Giant Within. <laughs> it's a really good book. So, as you guys could hear, stress can be a bitch, but you gotta learn how to deal with it. In fact, we got so stressed out because we were getting short for time on this episode, and our kids kept coming in and interrupting us. So, we might make this a two-parter, so next week we might continue to talk about stress management, or we might have something completely different, because as you guys know, Jordan and I are so random, so random. When is the next episode even going to come out? Well, you guys will have to stay tuned and check out How Should I Brew on the Facebook page, or you can go and check us out at www.howshouldibrew.com, or on Twitter, you can follow myself, I am at AdamCasterSTL. Or my more specific page is at Team Sam PT. You can find me on the astral plane if you're so inclined to actually uh, venture into the unknown, into your inheritance, because you were robbed. All our ancient cultures knew these things. Some of them survived, but they only exist in small pockets because the main stream of planetary society wants you to become this consuming being that thinks that the height of intellectualism and science is all there is in the universe that's right and then when you get back from the astral plane because there is no internet on the astral plane because that's part of your physical body when you get back Make sure you go on iTunes and check us out. If you haven't already subscribed to this show, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating. Give us a star even if you absolutely hated us. In fact, we kind of like it. <coughs> That's going to wrap it up for today's show. We will check you guys out next time. See you later. later.